To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not just their battle tactics, but their history, philosophy, art. To the Chase Ascendancy Podcast. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to <laughs> We just lost all our listeners in Britain. <laughs> That's what the show would sound like if we were all Filch from Harry Potter. We are in trouble. All of the sound is going through my dose. Out of bounds. After hours. All right, let's try that again. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to... The Just Ascendancy. Episode 65. 65. And uh, today, by popular demand... We are going to do a uh, Rebels random episode watch through. Actually got uh, quite a few compliments and please do more of these from a few folks. And so we're going to go ahead and give the people what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, So per the use, what we're going to do is we are going to um, show you that we are honest. Mm. Let me do the old... If you guys are ever going to the movies, you can turn on Smart Invert on your iPhone. And that way, it just basically makes everything the best dark color it can be, but still readable. And now you know. All right. There are only four seasons of Star Wars Rebels. So, here we go. We're generating. Let's do it. Four. Mm -hmm. That's a good start. Okay. So, how many episodes in season four, you ask? We're going to find out. Season four, there are 15 episodes. <laughs> For whatever reason, I was reading the duration, so it said 47 minutes. I was like, there's 47 episodes in season four? <laughs> I don't remember that. All right, ready? Here we go. Between 1 and 15, 14, which is right there at the end. A, a Fool's, fool's hope. hope. Ezra calls in favors oh. for a fight against the Empire. There's going to be Loth Wolves. Yes. I'm here for it. All right, well, we're going to watch it, and we will get right back to you. Right back. We'll be right back. Ah, another ah. happy landing. Um, so we're back. What did you think? I have thoughts. <laughs> um... One thing that I really liked is uh, I forgot how much I loved those Imperial gunships. Mm. I thought those were really cool. Um, it just shows me how much I'm rooting for the bad guy 90% of the time. Because uh, if the Rebels crew... So obviously at this point in the story, it's uh, Ezra, Hera, um, Zeb, Chopper, and Sabine. Mm-hmm. And any of them could have died. Did you say Chopper? Yeah. Okay. Any of them could have died and I would have been like, oh, wow. 
<laughs> that impacts the story. But every single time Rook gets it. Yeah, I'm every like, time Rook's oh, life was on the line, frick. I was like, no, not Rook. The only cool one. I love Rook. You know, he kind of looks like the bat from uh, the great mouse detective in this one. I got the gifts. I got the uniforms. Don't worry. I've got the Jedi. I love Great Mouse Detective. Have we already talked about Great Mouse Detective? No, 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 no. We talked about Rescuers Down Under. And Fightful Goes West. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Not a fan of mice, I see. <laughs> Adam, have I showed you the picture of uh, me and Josiah as mice? It comes from the Great Mouse Detective. Oh, no, we'll have to throw that in the video. I'll, I'll, uh, I have a picture of it on my phone, but it's currently indisposed. It's very accurate, though. It'll be right here. A picture of us as mice? Yeah, it'll be right here. I'm just going to put it over the TV. Okay. Anyway. Um... Mice. <laughs> Gadget. Next time, Gadget. Why is that such a popular cartoon voice? Because it's scary. My gosh. But the, the bat from, uh, <clears throat> from Great Mouse Detective is more like, it's not as deep. I don't yeah, think. no, it's not. It's like. I got kind of like that. I got the gears. I got the tools. I got the uniforms. It's like that. Yeah, I think yours is still a little bit deeper. It's got a little checklist. I think that's when my fascination with checklists really started. <laughs> uh, okay, so <clears throat> going back into the story um, from Rebels season four, episode was it thirteen, fourteen, fourteen? I guess the idea is they're going back to liberate Lothal. And I know that the story has to go the way that it goes. But whenever at the beginning of the episode, we're like, yep, so we're going to go liberate Lothal. And there's like four people in the room. I'm like, okay, get the freak out of here with that crap. Because uh, there's been people trying to liberate their own country on the earth for like thousands of years. <laughs> and uh, still not happening. Like, I'm pretty sure people in North Korea aren't necessarily a huge fan of uh, Boss Man. <laughs> um, but I guarantee you, four of them decided to just quit it. Yeah, I... Uh, then again, they don't have supernatural wooves. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. For those of you who are listening, I know how to say wolves. <laughs> I was just making a joke. Um, it did bring a tear to mine eye when uh, <clears throat> the Loth Wolves are helping the crew... And Gregor says to Wolf, look at them, they're wolves. And Wolf, of course, is like, huh? Because he's all business <laughs> to the death. And he says, it's like you got your wolf pack back. And then mm. Wolf says, yeah, they fight just like the boys. Dang, they got me. He's like, from what I can see. <laughs> I'm half the man I used to be. <laughs> oh, you don't want it? Oh, you declined it. I'm trying to airdrop that picture I found oh, okay, okay, of okay. us as, as mice to Adam. All right. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty good episode. Uh, it's obviously the penultimate to what's going to happen. Yeah. And so uh, what were your what were your thoughts? What stood out to you the most? Uh, how much I hate Arinda Price. <laughs> Arinda. That's like my, my dominant hatred. I feel like that just like rises to the surface. And she's really not even that. I mean, she's kind of a nuisance in the show, but. She's way worse in the book, mm -hmm. the Thrawn book. To me, it's so dumb. I get that she's the governor, but I hate when like people have been through stormtrooper training and they're like 
pilots of gunships and they're jet troopers and she's like what if we did like a spinny move like i don't like that there's well, she can I mean, just do what she wants i guess the governor is almost like a moth you know what i mean like they're technically uh, regional governors they're technically like a civilian i understand that you know what but I, mean? I don't think that they should have i don't know like uh tarkin was a governor and yeah. he still kind of had, like, military power. Except for, you know, obviously Tarkin and Render Price are not even comparable. Yeah, not even close. It'd be kind of like, okay, imagine if uh, there's something crazy going on and the the governor of a state is telling a SWAT team, like, now go in there and shoot them. <laughs> like, the SWAT team's going to be like, hey, just hold your horses, buckaroo, because we know what we're doing. Ah, uh, you want to share a photo with me, I see? Yeah, it's not being friendly with Adam's stuff. <laughs> Okay, you think you're so funny. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. Can we throw it up there? <laughs> Except for your mustache isn't that good. Well, you're not wearing an eye patch, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. You can take that your uh, horizontal striped shirt and suck it. <laughs> Yeah, I am jealous of the trench coat. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Oh, man. It'd be I... more accurate if it was a picture of this guy beating this guy up. No, this guy's in charge. Negative. He's the brains of the operation. That's why this guy comes up with the episode every week. Uh, Samuel came up with the episode idea this week, actually. <laughs> okay, that does not even count. You know what? If we're just changing the rules as we go along, you know what? You can always it win. does not even count. It counts. Um, that's funny. So, uh, okay, give me your thoughts. Oh, that's really funny. Um, you know, were you paying attention? Yeah, I was paying attention. I just, I get really fixated on the fact that there's like three Imperial ships and then all of a sudden there's like 23 Imperial ships and the rebels are basically just having target practice with the Imperials. Like Sabine isn't even like, there's not even a shot bouncing off her armor. Yeah. Or like Zeb is literally running half a mile an hour because he's carrying a heavy cannon and then throws it instead of just dropping it and shooting him with the gun that he already has on his back. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. You know what's crazy that, to me? I is... think that's the disconnect for me with like <laughs> Rebels and Clone Wars. Well, it's different in Clone Wars because you literally have a million clones that you can just kill. Yeah, I don't care. Um, okay, but you what, what I'm you... saying though? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like you go into Rebels with a with a more um I feel like you go into Rebels with a more what's the word I'm looking for? A more negative eye, to for lack of a better term. Like you, I, I you went in there with sure, an open mind today. Okay, well. And he still disappointed me. You for sure like Clone Wars more. Yeah, so, it's better. Um I feel like when you when you watch Rebels, and maybe not today, but I feel like when you watch Rebels, you're like with a more sarcastic, more... What the freak? What's the word I'm looking for? Critical. Critical, thank you. With a more critical eye. I'm critical of everything, to be fair. Um, but yeah, no, I just I just get fixated on those things. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. I just feel like it comes across as like, you don't really care that much. Mm. You know what I mean? It does. It is kind of crazy that <clears throat> animation especially is such a long process mm -hmm. that you would think that they would... You would think, hey, guys, don't forget. I know that you're busy this week, but we got to get some of those shots where Sabine gets shot at. Don't forget. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's such a frame-by-frame -frame process. 
there's a little bit for me like there's a little bit more leeway for live action because it's being filmed in live action. Mm-hmm. Um, like Gene's guy stuff like that's going to happen in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about yeah, when yeah. they're in, it's him and Kara and grief. Yeah, and there's like freaking some guy in Heisenberg outfit in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, I mean, I like the loath wolves. I like the concept of them. I guess it's just it definitely feels a lot more kitty. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's um, true. But I do, I do like loath wolves overall. It's probably the most exciting part of the episode, aside from Rook. Who's a really cool character. I wish they would have uh, showcased his abilities a little bit more. You know what I mean? He's supposed to be like a really yeah. accomplished hand-to-hand combatant, which I guess he's fighting with Ezra and going pretty good, but he's also got hey, like that it would be super personal cool cloaking if, device. That would have been cool to see. It would be super cool if, because you don't see him die, it would be cool if when Thrawn finally makes his appearance that Rook somehow survived. Yeah. Um, how long... Do they live for? Nogri? Yeah. Hmm. Because I know in the Heir to the Empire trilogy, I think their lives are a little bit shorter than human lives. Mm-hmm. What? I'm just smiling because they're short. Yeah, they're like... Uh, I feel like Rook was animated really tall as well. Yeah. They're supposed in, to be pretty small. In my mind, like, he's smaller. Like three foot six or something like that. And in my mind, because I know what a Nogri is supposed to look like, mm-hmm. that's not what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> they he, they look they make him look a lot more human than well Anokri from like described. the old the old days looks more like um almost like a miniature Trandoshan right like they have kind of a snout and stuff like that yeah and they're much stockier I think that's the main thing is that Nogri are much stockier in the old school mm. no school such like a cool the species but it's just like one of those things about rebels you know where you have these really cool characters but because they're I don't know I feel like because they're really focused on pushing what is like the main cast you know what i mean right that they don't really showcase the villains i feel like as well as they could have yeah i agree i think that um <clears throat> because they're so concerned with the main cast that everybody loves and it is a, it is a more kid that's what nobody's supposed to look like yeah, freaking balling look at that guy he looks like a um he looks a lot more he looks kind of like predator without yeah, he does, especially the, the the head shape right yeah. there. But doesn't he look more stocky? Yeah, for sure. And to me, that looks way scarier and more dangerous. Agree. I think the eyes is a big deal to me. Mm. His eyes are solid black versus yeah. having white. Well, it's kind of like that. Uh, we talked about this like forever ago, but how Chewbacca's eyes change between films. Mm-hmm. Like in the Solo movie, his eyes are all black. But in the original trilogy, he has whites of his eyes. And Solo, his eyes are solid mm-hmm. black? What? I don't recall that at all. Yeah, pretty sure we looked it up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that it was really interesting. The thing that's crazy to me is that, like, I don't know. I would have liked to have seen um, the stuff that happened be more, I don't know, less predictable. Maybe it wasn't solo. It's a double cross. There was definitely a depiction. Maybe it was in You're the new trilogy. You're thinking of um, Force Awakens when he says Chewie were home. Let's His see. eyes are pretty pretty solid black. Because I'm looking. But I agree. It makes a big difference in the appearance. How do you feel about Loth Wolves being like supernatural characters, but they are maybe not maybe not good wrong. fighters? 
the Lothwolves. Yeah. The fact that they don't kill anybody. They just keep throwing them around. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. It's just there's kind of like an inconsistency for me on the way that they um, portray the Empire's forces. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's like at one moment there's like seven of them and then there's 23 of them all of a sudden. Yeah, it was crazy how going into the cave, one, when they're chasing Ezra down and Arinda Price is like, bring me the Jedi alive. Uh, it's crazy to me how when you first walk in the cave, it feels like Ezra's like two feet inside. And then when they're running back out, it feels like there's like a long entrance to the cave. And then secondly, when they first walk in there, it's just Ezra. And then Rook asks him, where's your army now? And uh, there's probably four or five stormtroopers with him. And then when the Lothwolves come out and they run away, there's like 20 stormtroopers pouring out of that anthill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get it. It's just is what it is. Uh, I did think one thing that I uh, did notice, one thing that I did, um, I didn't write it down, but I took a mental note is I would love to see a Imperial side of things show on Disney plus um, preferably live action so that you can get more like serious with the content and there can be more violence or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I would like to see like some freaking good work from an Imperial, whether it's like a death trooper or yeah, it an would be ISB cool agent or something. It's kind of like how we've always said we understand what needed to happen with Thrawn and Rebels. Right but we still don't like the fact that it doesn't feel true to character. It's like, that's my, um, you're going to have something to say about this, but that's how I felt coming out of Kong versus Godzilla. I was like, why is Godzilla so freaking slow in all these other movies? And obviously for the sake of the story, they needed Godzilla to win because Kong versus Mechagodzilla doesn't make sense. But going into the movie, I was like, okay, so Kong is the same size. That's the biggest differential. And now that they're the same size, Kong's absolutely going to win because he's way faster. He's smarter. I don't know. And I think Godzilla's pretty crafty. They're going to give him a freaking... Yeah, but he's not smart as a a freaking advanced ape. He's not. He's pretty crafty. I don't think so. He doesn't have any personality. He doesn't have any... There's no communication. There's no nothing. He's just an angry lizard. He's just a lone free ranger. Um, but I was thinking... They, they sped Godzilla up to be able to match the speed of Kong. He's got a great eye for decor. You remember his little temple? And Godzilla King of Monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. It's freaking dope. Sucks it got destroyed, but what are you going to do? Yeah, you have to do what you got to do. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I wish that there was uh, a show out there, and obviously a, a live-action show would probably be better, but I would love to see a show where it's uh, following... I don't know. I want to see stormtroopers actually be good at their job because they're supposed to be good at their job. Mm-hmm. And I think we spend so much time. Um, I don't know. Why do we do that? I guess because it feels good for the good guys to win. I would like to focus on the bad guys every once in a while, specifically in the Imperial era. Yeah. Where... I think that's why everybody likes empire. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Uh, but even still the stormtroopers in that show kind of suck. Well, and what I think about a lot is even that the freaking AT-ATs like in the, the early Star Wars novels, the 
stormtrooper was like an elite class. Yes. You know what I mean? Like there was yes. Imperial troops, but then the stormtroopers were supposed to be like the best of the best. Well, it was crazy because um, going back to when we were both like so tired, it sounded like we were drunk talking about the bounty hunter wars. Mm-hmm. But there's one character uh, in the third novel, Hard Merchandise, Neil Passandum, I want to say. Uh, Are you sure it's not? Uh... Frick, what's his name? Mubat. Yes, not Kudar Mubat. Kudar Mubat. Kudar Mubat. That is so fun to say. It is. Um, but uh, the thing is, he's a rogue stormtrooper in the in the book, and he has all this crazy information, mm-hmm. and he's like a highly skilled, high level killing machine. You know who I'd and love he to see? Deserted the stormtroopers. He didn't desert like you know what I mean. Not right. some elite squad. You not know who I commando. who I'd love to see in some of the shows coming up would be pick and waffle those death troopers what you don't remember them for uh thrawn treason oh yeah that would be cool they death were troopers super loyal to thrawn. yeah yeah that'd be super sick yeah i just want to see something yeah if the show was called death troopers would i prefer I guess it to be star wars zombies in, uh, yes in rogue one the death troopers were pretty lit yeah but i want it more we got 40-something years yeah. of the Stormtroopers I mean, they were tearing it up bar. until the planet got destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, I guess all those people died. That sucks. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I want to see something where it's like, okay, for instance, like, um, we spend so much time building up hero characters that it makes the opposition look bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and it's like... I think Lord of the Rings is one of the trilogy or one of the fandoms out there that really did a great job showing that it's heroes up against overwhelming odds and it's a huge pain in the butt for them to get there. Mm -hmm. You know, by the time Frodo um, tries to throw the ring in and stuff, he is beat to heck. Yeah. He's right. His life sucks. And Sam's like, I'll throw you in with that. That guy might throw the ring in. Bless his heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and I think about like, the distinct training that all the Imperials would have had as opposed to, like, most of the Rebels who just kind of have a grudge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you have the kids that look like the freaking Beatles from the Rebels. Right. And they're like, they don't even know what a Star Destroyer is. Remember in that episode, they're like, I've killed Star Destroyers. And they're like, no, that is a taxi. (laughs) And then a Star Destroyer shows up and they're like, oh, boop. Yeah. Like, how do those people outwit? Like, I, you know, I get it. I get it with Zeb. Mm-hmm. I get it with Zeb, okay? Like, I know that it's kind of silly that he would run and throw the turret, but it looks cool. Um, but he's part of an honor guard. Yeah. He's a legitimate warrior. I get it with Hera. I get it with Ezra. Um, you know, I guess Ryder Azadi's a big guy. <laughs> but he's a politician. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Trump is 6'5", right? But I don't expect him to be like, check this out. You know what I mean? And that's how, well, that's what happened in that episode. Yeah. I would like to see you like, I don't know. I guess the Imperials did beat them for a split second before Hera showed up with the, uh, the ghost, with the ghost, with the ghost, the yeah, ghost, ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> I can't think of what to say, but I'm having fun with his impression. Scrooge McDuck. Great man. Great man. I also have a vault. I swim in my coins. You guys go ahead. Nobody say thanks for the vaccine, even though I'm the one that got it ready. No big deal. 
That's something he would say. Um, but yeah, I just think that um, I would like to see, and I understand it's a cartoon, and I understand that we're building up to that. Yeah. Um, I guess at both points, there are, like in the semifinal and the finale, there are moments where the Imperials do have the upper hand, and I guess the Lord wills that the Rebellion wins, and the Lothwolves show up, or the Pergil show up. Yeah, I just personally have trouble believing that someone as power hungry as Arinda isn't just going to take one of those star destroyers out of orbit and yeah. just ransack the place. Yeah, and it was you know what I mean? it was so crazy because uh I guess she if you look up to... overkill on the freaking encyclopedia, it's gonna be a picture of her next to it. She blew up her whole home city just to like cover up one lie she told. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, she blew up the whole few depot to kill you know Members of the rebellion, it's just kind of silly. It's exactly what you said. Like, I don't know. It seems silly to me. Uh, it also seems funny that she was like, "All right, now surround the the." Uh, I can't remember what she called it. You know that thing that they stole that was like the. Uh, I want to call it a world devastator because that's what it is in Legends. But there's that thing that they steal. The Trandoshan is the uh, the workmaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's like an ore. It's like a. Basically, like a a giant like drill. Like freighter, maybe? Yeah. And at one point in the episode, she's like, all right, now surround it. I want to take the ore freighter. And then, like, five minutes later, she's like, destroy that ore freighter. Right. And I was like, what's the freaking plan? Like, and I that kind of like, goes back to... I feel like that's in character for her, but to right. not just show up with, like, just way more... Out of the sky! Yeah, with way more than what is necessary firepower. Right. You know what I mean? I guess the point was... She needed to get Ezra because that would make Thrawn happy. That was, I guess, the goal. Thrawn would be equally as happy if if Ezra died. I think that Thrawn wants Ezra because the Emperor wants Ezra. Yeah, but Thrawn's a pragmatist. I think. Yeah, he wouldn't carry the yeah. weight because he could go. Mm-mm. Yeah, just if he could just kill Ezra, I think he would be like, "All right, that's enough." You know. You know, I read something because he's just an issue. He doesn't he care about him. An ore crawler. crawler. Thank God. Thanks. Thanks, Jamie. World Devastator is way cooler, <laughs> but whatever. Um, I think the World Devastators were significantly larger than that, though. I wonder if World Devastator's in here. Mm. Um, this is pretty cool. I don't know if it's on Amazon or something. I was at Half Price Books today because I'm a schmuck for books. <laughs> and uh, this is from the 90s, and it's a guide to the Star Wars universe. Revised and expanded edition. But obviously, there's a bunch of characters who aren't here. But I wonder if World Devastator is in here. Dude, look at this. I showed you guys this earlier, but if you're viewing on YouTube, apparently in the past there was a something called a serpent monster, and if you look at it, very original name. Uh, I don't know, oh, sorry, a snake thing. Sorry, serpent master. I said monster. <laughs> it's a snake with wings, uh, and there's a stormtrooper riding it, and the stormtrooper has a freaking cowboy hat. Pole. No, but that'd be cool. He does have stirrups. He has He's a, riding it, and he has a, a laser pole. lasso. Settle down. <laughs> Am I the only person that whenever you're trying to find alphabetical things, you say the alphabet silently in your mind? I think everybody in the world does that. Okay, good, 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 good. Am I the only one that practices saying the alphabet backwards, even though I'm never going to get pulled over for being drunk because I've never been drunk? But if I do, I'm going to slam that. It's going to be home run after home run, me reciting that alphabet backwards. Vibro X, L W X Y. Okay, good. Oh, Vornsker. Ooh. Is in here. 
It would be. Walker, Wampa, Ice Creature. What was I looking for? World Devastator. Oh, Wayland is on here. It would be. Wayland. Mm-hmm. Wayland Jennings. One of the members of uh, the Highwaymen. You want to know what a nickname for the Whippet is in here? I'm sure you're going to tell me. You know what that is, right? Yeah. Okay. The Whippet or Toothface. <laughs> I think George was like, hey, uh, you see that animal over there, kiddo? What does that look like to you? And the kid's like, Toothface. And he's like, it's a Toothface. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Toothface. All right. Let's see if World Devastator is I am here. dead serious. <laughs> Wild George card. W. That's cool. I forgot about that. Is it in there? Yeah, the wild card is in here. No, I mean the world devastated. It is. There it is. See, very similar, right? Aren't she? From uh, the Dark Empire comics. Yeah, I feel like that's like way bigger. Well, it is, but the concept is the same. Yeah. I guess the ore crawler is to actually receive things. World devastator, I think they receive ore, but it is also... It's just to devastate worlds. It's both. The great imperial war machine known as the world devastator appears even more terrible than the Death Star. Appears. Foolish children. World devastators inflict massive amounts of destruction, then salvage and use the destroyed material to create new warships to bolster the Imperial fleet. What a cool concept. Brilliant. These machines are also referred to as and world, friendly. world sweepers, world smashers, and city eaters. Designed by Imperial engineer Yuma Leth, Yumak Leth, these kilometers high, kilometers wide machines, <laughs> holy cow, are powered by More massive... like killer meters, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um, they're powered by massive ion engines and repulsor lift gravity transformers. The open maws on these machines contain raging molecular Ma. furnaces that are powered by microscopic black holes. Holy crap. Whole cities are pulled into these furnaces where the raging power breaks and material in uh, breaks the material into simple molecules. Dude, that is freaking cool. I could keep going, but I don't want to read like for an hour on here. Have you? Wow. Uh, I don't think you have. Have you read Ender's Game? I have listened to it. They have a uh, a weapon called the Molecular Disruptor, and essentially, like if it's if it shoots something that's made of any substance at all, it basically causes the atoms to separate, and it'll cause a chain reaction with nearby molecules. So if something's close enough, it'll just like break down everything so they like destroy an entire planet with it because it caused this huge chain reaction mm. all the molecules just dissipated that's pretty cool freaking crazy what if people read that book and was like we need to get this orson car guy and uh, put him in jail <laughs> something's wrong with that guy <laughs> um you know what freaking i wish cool idea though i wish that we had watched an episode that had uh one thing that i think rebels has over clone wars is the that the um, the Bindu is really cool. I wish that we would have had something that had some Thrawn in it so we could talk about that. And I would have loved to have some of the some of the things that are part of the Force in Rebels are more open-ended. Like when you watch about the Wills and Clone Wars, um, there is some, de- it's not debate, but some conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. But it's very like, this is why this is going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are some things in Rebels that are open-ended, like the world between worlds or... Um, things like that that we could talk about. What does this hold for the future? Or um, we were one episode away from speculating about Thrawn for an hour. Uh, but it's it's really interesting. I read something uh, the other day on uh, 
I guess it was on Facebook. I can't remember. But it was like, uh, I love these Thrawn books, but I'm having a really hard time because I know that they're just, um, what does it say? It said, it's just making me want to root for a guy that ends up being an Imperial jerk anyway. Or something like that. And then someone commented, no, uh, the difference now is they know his value and they're going to let him. Uh, the person said they think that by the end of his story, he will still be the protagonist. Interesting. Not that this was this was like an, not an author or anything yeah, like no, that. I know. But it makes me wonder, like, it is a big question for like what what comes after. Because yeah. once the Empire has fallen, really Thrawn doesn't have any reason to care what happens right he just i mean his end goal has and always will be just to do whatever is necessary to strengthen the chis ascendancy correct you know what i mean so yeah i emperor palpatine asks him in canon now you know when they meet for the first time uh if you were to serve the empire whose allegiance would you who would hold your allegiance right thrawn's like if i serve the empire you would command my allegiance you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if the Emperor's not around anymore. Right. Well, his thing is he can answer that and be answering truthfully because he knows that he doesn't truly serve the Empire. Like, that's not his mm-hmm. who his service is to. Yeah. Like, he would. When it seems, it's kind of like doublespeak is... because he's like, if I were to serve the Empire. You know what I mean? Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Like, if you were the person that I was serving, you would also be the person I was serving. Exactly. But it's crazy because in in uh, in that same book, it talks about how everything was going according to Palpatine's plans, and soon the Chiss ascendancy would also be under his control. That's a scary. Imagine thought. that. Yeah. What's crazy though is that the Chiss ascendancy, for all of their tactical prowess, which I mean, we always wondered. Now we know that Thrawn is like an anomaly, even where he comes from. Um, what if it was just a room full of real awkward virgins? <laughs> politics Uh, you look up and they're all like are you just doing impressions of dad (laughs) jeez Uh, but their military stuff is kind of like behind Hmm. compared to the republic you remember because part of Thrawn's whatever in Thrawn Allegiance or Alliances um, was stealing like a, a shield generator from one of the uh, separatist bases because mm-hmm. they didn't have that technology. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the opposite of how things were in Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, like were, they were like they crazy were advanced. advanced. Yeah. But yeah, I think that... I think um, they would just get their crap handed to them if they had to go up against the Empire. It's crazy because Thrawn's story may end up being the last... As far as what's on the canon timeline, he wouldn't care about the First Order unless the First Order started to invade just space. So, like, the end of Thrawn's story, I feel like, could even take place after the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Well, and I don't even know how long Chiss lived for. I think it's, like, 80 years or something. Just, like, regular human lifespan. Mm. So, let's say he's... How old do you think he is in Rebels? Like, 30? I don't know. We could um, pull out. I w- I've only read it once, so the details aren't as sharp in my mind as I would like them to be. But in uh, Chaos Rising, there's that one. He's the leader of the myth, and he was like supposed to be really old, but I forget how old he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, it's just interesting. I think that uh, he is the villain of Rebels, but it's like a greater good sort of thing, which is ironic because come Tuesday, that's the book that's coming out for Thrawn is greater good. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we can see, even though it's uh, not out yet, I bet you on um, on uh, Audible we can see how long it is. How long what is? Uh, greater good. Mm. Dang. Uh... Oh, there we go. Oh, never mind. Uh, yeah, it just says he's... Ancient. Chiss male who held the title of patriarchy in the myth family, but it doesn't have any other information about him on this Wikipedia page. Let's see if there's someone. 16 hours and 17 minutes. That's good. What's that like? Uh, 500 pages maybe? I don't know. But this title will be delivered to my library on April 27th. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Let me think. Um, so what's the chances Lothwells ever show up again? It seems like they're pretty uh, tied to Lothal. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah, so I agree. Probably not very much. I feel like maybe they've abused to death the idea of the rebellion happening on Lothal. Right. It's a relatively unimportant planet. It's 432 pages. That's pretty close. Memory serves, that's almost exactly how long Madame Mayo is. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Let's see. But yeah... Uh, I don't think it'll happen. Those wolves? Yeah. So does that mean, I mean, I guess there's, then there must be, uh, there can be other characters or species that are similar to that, like force beasts that are, sim- that are uh, specific to one area or one planet? Yeah. Well, and it's, do we ever see wampas anywhere besides Hoth? Um, I don't think so, but I've heard that there are other places. Because, I mean, there's creatures that were like planet specific, but like for instance in Mall Lockdown, um Wampa makes an appearance or um, through like some background art in the 2017 Battlefront 2, we know that, um, what are those things called? The freaking giant spiders. Ackley? Ackley. That they're like cannon back on Felucia. Felucia. Yeah, but like, I think. But they're elsewhere too, you know? It also just, it, it just takes one thing. Yeah. You know, like I thought Rancor were something that was on Tatooine. Mm-mm. But they're native to Felucia as well. And I don't know if that's canon either because that was mostly put to the front in uh, The Force Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah. It also makes sense that Rancor were probably not native to Tatooine because Jabba probably just bought it. Yeah, for sure. And then also There's Jabba's... that Rancor in um, Path of Destruction. Mm-hmm. It would have been on that Well, there's going to be a Rancor in Fate of... Or, uh, uh, not Fate of the Jedi. Jeez. Um, the High Republic, issue mm-hmm. six. Avar Chris is going to ride one, so we'll Freaking see where that sick. is. Um, hey, you want to hear a rumor mm. before we stop? What, are we good on time? Yeah. Um, so here's a rumor, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're going to just gonna cut it off and we can pick it up next week. Um, but uh, supposedly in the Acolyte... Uh, oh yeah 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 supposedly in the acolyte a sith holocron is a thing and the uh maker and presenter and whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. that is in the sith holocron is none other Darth than Revan, yeah which would be his 
he was confirmed canon because there's the Darth Revan Legion from the Rise of Skywalker. That's yeah. in the Visual Dictionary. But well, this would for sure be. Yeah. His, this is actually his first on-screen appearance since video games. For me, it's going to be bittersweet because it's going to bring him to the fore again. But also, I know in extended, you know, extended universe Legends material, Thrawn found the last remaining Darth Revan holocron and destroyed it when he was done. So, did I say Thrawn? I meant Bane. I was like, I have missed something extreme. <laughs> so Thrawn's alive forever. Yeah. Uh, Several yeah, thousand so, years before the Battle of Yavin. I have heard that one of the reasons that it's important that the character in the Acolyte, we don't know who it is, fingers crossed for Plagueis, uh, but... Um, that would be sick. Right? To have Revan training Plagueis? Yeah, and, oh, and have, all those, have all those haters of Medi-Chlorians just really get it. Yeah. Just really get it. What if Revan is like, you must manipulate the midi chlorians? Dude, it oh would be great. Oh my god. Terrible pain. <laughs> um, but supposedly, and then we'll cut it after this, but supposedly the reason they're bringing him around is because they want the fandom to get to know him, mm -hmm. the broader spectrum of people. Um, so again, like, Ahsoka was really big in the Clone Wars, but now more people know who that is because of Mandalorian. Or Boba mm -hmm. Fett is now fleshed out even more because of Mandalorian, things like that. So apparently one of the reasons is, one, to boost the viewership of the Acolyte for the hardcore fans, but also to get the greater spectrum of people knowing who Revan is because the deeper rumor is that they're going to create a Disney Plus show that revolves around Revan. I'll take it. So we'll see. He's going to be challenging for them to remake Keanu without Reeves. killing it. Go not, get not Keanu Reeves. You know what I mean, though? Because yes. they're kind of moving away from the concept of using the light and the dark, and that was, like, Revan's main thing. Yeah. I mean, look, they can do... I think that they can... The Old Republic, the old, old Republic, mm -hmm. is so far in the in the past that... But because it's Revan is my point. You know what I mean? He's right. still a touchy subject for a lot of folks. What I'm saying is the same way that the high Republic has all these things that were like, yes, why wasn't anybody doing this before? And mm -hmm. that's only 200 years removed. And right. Yoda was there. Like the, it's hard to have more star Wars content and not go. Yoda's kind of responsible for some of this crap. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is not innocent in this because he was around during the high Republic. He knows what it's like to walk the light, to walk the balance, to know what a, pow a truly powerful Jedi order looks like. Yeah. And this ain't it. So that being said, the same way that the ancient Jedi text, the High Republic, all that stuff kind of can go away in such a small, sh short span of time mm -hmm. and be forgotten to the past. Maybe someone who can wield the light and the dark could be something that Revan can achieve. And it really puts him up on the, the platform he should be at. And then maybe because it's so far away, they can. that's how they can explain it away. Mm -hmm. is well, that, and it's that's also that entirely possible that because his story doesn't technically exist that he was never a Jedi. He was just always a Sith. Yeah, that's true. So we'll see. I, I prefer him as a Darksider. I always felt like... Did you always feel like it was kind of strange that his way of being brought back to light was that he had basically, like, the gunslinger happened to him? Yeah, that he had, like, memory loss. Amnesia. Isn't that kind of crazy? To me, that's kind of like a cop-out. And wouldn't he just eventually go bad again? So anyways, um, I think it would be maybe if they can flesh that out a little bit more if that's the way they want to go. Or if they want to go a completely new story and just have him dark side the entire time, I'm all about it. Mm. So 
I don't know. That's just steps closer he's, to us. He's technically only canon as a Sith right now. So, exactly. Yeah. Man, that gets us one step closer to a Malgus or to a uh, Nihilus. Oh my God. I think Nihilus is too powerful. <laughs> I don't think they could do it. You heard it here first. If Nihilus shows up, <laughs> taking my shirt off. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we are fans of Rebels, but there's a lot to be frustrated about from specific episodes because of the... It's kind of like the... You know, in the garden when they didn't have the knowledge of good and evil and life was good, and then they did, and they were like, wow, this is really rough. It's kind of like that. It's like having the, the deeper depth of knowledge of things makes seeing surface-level things harder because in your mind you're thinking, Thrawn wouldn't do that, yeah, or this wouldn't happen, or things like that. So I enjoyed the episode. Uh I did not enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed watching the Clone Wars episode from last week. Yeah, and I probably would have enjoyed it more if it was like um, a Maul episode. I would have killed for Twin Sons. That yeah, would have been true. a great episode to watch. But we can always do an episode just about episodes we like. <laughs> we can go, hey guys, this is a cool episode of Clone Wars. We're watching it. True. So thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys have requests or ideas, please let us know because... Um, we had other things on the shelf and people were, I had multiple people reach out and say, Hey, do a rebels one. Hey, do a, uh, Hey, do a book one, do this, do that. And so, um, we want to give you guys what you want, the listener. <laughs> and so uh, if you have ideas or requests, let us know and we'll catch you guys next week. May the force be with you. And remember the only family you have here is me. See you next week. <laughs>